Welcome back. Another brand new episode, Nothing Important Podcast. Your host, Matt Reyes. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I... You, you guys remember watching Spongebob, which was probably referencing something that was before Spongebob, but when uh, they would blow the conch underwater, it would be the merman nigga, what was his name? Um... <laughs> He's like an aquatic superhero in Spongebob that did these cameos. Um, fuck, I forgot this nigga's name. It was, that shit was hilarious. But anyway, they, they had a conch that they would blow. And it was like their superhero call. Like, I wish I had a conch, which is like just a, a horn, that if I blew, it would do like a hood nigga superhero call. Yeah. That would be fly. Um, <laughs> it's Saturday. Halloween weekend, Halloween, Halloween, and I'm chilling in the motherfucking crib, just ate some bad food, I'm about to go on a cleanse on Monday, so I don't feel too guilty about it, um, <laughs> I was online, and hilarious fucking story came up, let me read the fucking headline here, let me read the motherfucking headline, the headline says, if I could pull it up, if I was good with the phone, ladies and gentlemen, Says, um, (laughs) okay, it says the Network Contagion Research Institute said that the term saw a 500% increase on the platform. What are they referring to? After Elon Musk acquired Twitter, there was a reported dramatic increase in the usage of the N word, nigga. Nigga, 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 If you say it in a deep tone with the right cadence, with the right amount of frequency, then it just sounds like a beat on a on a you know the the bottom of a song, right? Nigga, 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 dan, 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 nigga, 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 dan, 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 nigga, 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 dan, dan, dan. You get it. Um. So apparently. Immediately after Elon goes and buys the Twitter, one of my favorite social media platforms, very funny, a lot of news on there, pretty simple, you know, I don't think it's it's as brainwashing as other sites, I'm tangenting, not the point of the fucking story. After he acquired Twitter, what happened? He goes on a freedom of speech rampage. He starts hashtag freedom of speech and what happens? You you let everybody out of the cages of conformity, of forced conformity. You know what I mean? Of forced compliance. People can't say what they what they really feel, what they really think. And on a website like Twitter, which I can't say is the most mature form on on the web, it's not the most f- mature application. People are gonna do what you think they did. They're gonna take that opportunity to act like little fucking children and just say nigga, say nigga, nigga, nigga. And I think other people were using like anti-Semitic terms as well. But I mean, the Jews, you got it. You guys crucified Kanye. Congratulations, right? I, I wasn't a big fan of the motherfucker anyway, right? Good for you. You guys get that W. Um, <laughs> leave the word nigga for the blacks, man. Leave that for them. That word holds a lot more weight than any Jewish slur. Uh, you know, you got your time in the limelight. But do, what, what do I think about that? The increase of the word nigger on Twitter. It's not. I'm Once again, I'm a Puerto Rican from New York City. Different point of reference. If you are a black man or a black woman that is not from New York City, not from Miami area, 
Um, you know, not from areas where there's Hispanics, Caribbean Hispanics like myself who have African ancestry. You don't live amongst us and don't understand the culture, the neighborhoods that we grew up in. It might look foreign for a gentleman like myself to be walking around using that word. This is part of the culture that I come from. It's not gentrification. I grew up in Harlem. I grew up in Spanish Harlem. Harlem got two sides. There's the west side and there's the east side. The east side is affectionately called Spanish Harlem, East Harlem. And this is predominantly a Puerto Rican neighborhood. And that's where I grew up with black people, with Mexican people, with Dominicans and Puerto Ricans. We got flavors. So you might not even know. You might be thinking it's only dudes that look like me where you could see me walking in the street. You'd be like, oh, this nigga's a spick. You know what I'm saying? It's easy to call it out. But there might be some guy that you bumping shoulders where you bump into somebody in the supermarket, regardless of what city or state you're in, and it look like a black man walking around, and that nigga's Puerto Rican. You don't know. Becoming flavoris. You know what I mean? So how do I feel about it? I'm not really sensitive about the word. My girl made a great point one time. This is a philosophy that I live by. She said the word nigga offends because we allow... It to offend. And the way the way she put it was the white man uses that word on a black man and it hurts the black man or the black woman, right? That means we're giving power to that white man. That means his word has power over us. And I was like, ooh, that's a hundred percent fucking true. You know what I'm saying? Like if a little white kid, a little blonde white kid ran up to me and kicked me in my shin and said, You speak, I'ma laugh. <laughs> I'm a fucking laugh. It's not going to hurt my feelings. I'm gonna be like, what the fuck was that? And I think we should, you know, treat adult interactions like that as well, especially men. You know, I grew up a little bit different. If you're a black man, if you're a Spanish man, somebody come up to you with energy, like they want to fight, that's completely different. Like they want to attack you or harm you. That's completely different. You feel like they said something disrespectful, by all means, do what you fucking got to do, right? But to be like so triggered off of like a word, like... Dudes I grew up with is not on it. You know what I'm saying? They're not on that. They're not on this like fucking social media justice warrior bullshit. And th- those are the people that really popularize people from the hood. Those are the people that popularize the use of this word predominantly in culture. You know, they're the, they're the reason that the white kids say it trying to be cool because of hip hop music, right? Um, another angle I have on this. How many of those people that are online tweeting nigga out? You know, hashtag free speech, and then they just put the word nigga on Twitter. How many of those people are white racist people? Because, <laughs> like I said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not racist. I'm Puerto Rican. I got some African ancestry. I grew up in the fucking projects in Harlem, in New York City. I used the word. The first thing I tweeted was hashtag free speech, and I said nigga, nigga, nigga. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. That's what I put out there. That's what I fucking put out there. You know what I mean? I'm not spreading hate speech, it's a joke. It's a joke. You know what I mean? There has to be like a high percentage of that increase in that word just being black people that are like, oh, I can I can speak regular now online. <laughs> That's a word that some cultures use from the very beginning of them learning the English language. They've never not used that word. And now they're on Twitter and they can talk how they want to now. You know, all things considered... I don't think it's fucking crazy. I think it's just an angle for somebody reporting on news to shit on Elon Musk because he acquired it. It don't fucking matter. It's not that big of a fucking deal. You know? What I do, I, I commented 
uh, I commented under Elon Musk tweet and I said, um, <laughs> I said, Niger is a, is a country in Africa, Niger, not Nigeria, Niger, but the people of Niger are not Nigerian. Nigerians are from Nigeria. So what are the people from Niger? They niggas. No. <laughs> no, I didn't put the N-word on that one, but I was like, I just put the question mark. Like, yo, hashtag free speech. Um, I'm just being stupid. I think niggas come in all colors. I'm going to just be very honest with you. I think niggas come in all colors. We're going to go back. Remember before Will Smith, you know, the greatest black Hollywood actor probably ever. He's the most mainstream black leading man. Where he didn't get typecast into Cooney roles. He played the hero in all of his motherfucking movies. He was the man before he embarrassed himself and his entire community by slapping the shit out of Chris Rock. Uh, before that whole fiesta, um, Chris Rock was, uh, was doing a comedy show, a very famous show. I don't remember which one it was, but he has this joke where he said, there's two types of black people. There's black people and there's niggas. And black people could be racist too, because they hate niggas. <laughs> so I think niggas come in all shades. It's not an African thing. If we're going true to the definition of what that word means, ignorant, you gotta call out other cultures, man. I said it before, I'll say it a motherfucking again. Irish people are the, the niggas of the UK. Let's be fucking honest. Let's be fucking honest. You know what I'm saying? You know, the niggas in, in, <laughs> in that other part of Europe is fucking Italian, Sicilians, right? There's niggas everywhere. There's niggas everywhere. I'm a nigga, right? I could be a nigga. A nigga, 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 nigga. Sorry. Um, now I'm a double damn, man. No, I think it, it's just silly and it's, it's such a polarizing thing. And maybe that's why that word has so much power is because we've been trained to believe that a word can do something to a human being. It's just a fucking word. There's a history behind that word. Don't get me fucking wrong. If you're a black man in America and a white man comes up to you and calls you a nigga, I think you have full right to go and defend yourself. You can call that assault and then physically assault his ass. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like people online, in their homes, on their computers, it's such a random chaotic thing to try to break down if this is really organized hatred. And I think it's counterproductive to censor that word out of a forum because it's implying that the censorship is going to change somebody's personality or their view on the world. All you're doing is hiding shit that people actually already think. It's like, come on, man. We, we, we know this already. We know this already. It's not going to cure racism if you... You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Go into a fucking bathroom store in any bar in New York City and she, see the shit they write on the fucking wall. You know, are you getting emotionally disturbed by that? That's what Twitter is. It is the wall in a bathroom stall in a bar in New York City. That is what, that's the weight you should put on those words. It's insignificant. It's just people writing crazy shit just because they can. You know, that's what freedom is. I think freedom is worth, I guess you could call it a headache. I guess you could call it a speed bump. It don't really affect me. I don't think it should affect you. I think freedom is worth your 
uh, I guess, inconvenience that you would have to scroll past something you don't like seeing. Because that's the biggest thing that I don't understand about people complaining about censorship on social media. You have all rights to lift your thumb up for the millionth time. You know how many times you lift your fucking thumb up a day in the modern era? That's all we fucking do. You know what I mean? In 150 years, our thumbs are going to fucking adapt to have 900 joints and the rest of our body is just going to be a jellyfish amoeba. That's what's going to happen because all we do is scroll. That's all we fucking do. You know? So, you know, with that being said, it's like all you have to do is do what you've been doing. Just scroll. You don't have to stop and park your ass right there where you saw something that you don't like and engage and give your energy to that, give your thought to that. That actually creates... I think a circumstance that breeds weakness. If we're reactive to words on a website, if we're reactive to such small psychological triggers, we are breeding weakness in our species, in the human race, not the black race, not white versus black, not conservatives versus liberal. I'm not talking about none of that fucking illusion bullshit. I'm talking about the human race. We're breeding weakness when we... You know what I'm saying? We feed into that narrative of emotional reactivity over a fucking word on Twitter. Just block an account or scroll. You don't even have to fucking block it. Just scroll. Refresh. Don't make sense to me. Doesn't make sense to me. People have atrophied a lot of their muscles of free will, of choice, of what they allow to enter into their psyches, into the ethos of their existence. Their environment, their ecosystem, their their psychological, mental ecosystem. We we have like fucking lost the ability to just filter shit out that we don't want to deal with. Like imagine if we took that that methodology and applied that to other things in practical life outside of the internet. This being triggered because there's a word you don't like online. Let's let's think about that. And you go to the fucking supermarket and you went to the supermarket because you wanted to get toilet paper. To wipe your big old fucking fat ass, right? That's why you're in the supermarket. But you got to walk through 13 aisles until you get to the right aisle. And you're pissed about it. Because all those 13 aisles is not what you want. And you go and you fucking protest because there's 13 aisles of shit that you don't like. That's in the way of you getting to what you want. Don't you think that's a little bit of a fucking crazy person mentality? (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't know if that analogy clicks in everybody's brain, but like, think about that shit. Like, Twitter is not for you. Whoever the fuck is listening to this, it's not for you individually. It is a collective. And you kind of enter into that unwritten agreement that I'm jumping onto the internet where every fucking body that I don't know is participating in something that I am at that moment as well. And I may run into stuff that is not for me. Move the fuck on. You know, we're in a culture where people invest their thoughts so much into it. You think somebody writing like, how old are you, sir? How the fuck old are you that you don't understand the Internet has has created trolls? (laughs) You think there's going to be a sincere, organic growth in black hatred in the country of America? You think that's going to have an uptick? You don't think that's just prevalent enough? You think systemic racism and, and cultural racism and civil racism is just going to increase because now people can say nigga on Twitter. Come on, man. Come on. In my mind, there's only two things going on. It's either the, the, you know, the person who's beholding 
the eye of the beholder is maybe a little bit fickle and weak. Or, you know, there's not a lot of willpower involved. You could just fucking avoid it. It's just scrolling. That's all it is. I've been talking about Twitter for a long motherfucking time. Um, yeah, I have been talking about Twitter for a long time. I like Twitter. I, you know why? Because I, I, I was, I'm hoping that this little thing that's going on with Elon Musk happens across the board. I hope that censorship on YouTube and Instagram goes away. That's what I fucking hope. I hope that the people who work for YouTube and own that company and the people who work for fucking Instagram and, and own that company, namely a gentleman named Mark Zuckerberg, who's losing a lot of motherfucking money right now. Maybe you should take your focus off meta and put it on Instagram. Hint, hint. That shit's working. That The other shit is not. I hope that they can lose the naivety to think putting up an act of false righteousness, of uh, false virtuism in censoring shit that is just not even as serious to fucking censor. Of trying to control narratives and thoughts and words is a thing of the past. And that the, the, the application of it is impractical because it's not stopping anything from happening. You realize that somebody not being able to say nigga on Twitter is not going to stop an act of violent racism. It won't. And I dare to say that's not going to be a promotion of it. Let's be fucking honest, ladies and gentlemen. Let's be fucking honest. <laughs> Those are fucking trolls that are writing that shit. That are cowards. They're not going to be in these streets going up to a black man calling him that in his face. That's not how that works. It's the internet. You know, I just I, I'm, I'm hoping with Twitter, like it stays that way because I want to see that with Instagram. I want to see that with fucking I want to be able to curse on the Web. I want to be able to say outrageous thoughts and I want the culture ideally that I want to exist in. And I'm being I'm being an idealist right now. I'm not saying that this is practical. I'm not saying that this is applicable to 2022, 2023. I'm not saying that. But what I wish to see in this world is a culture that is not so emotionally fickle and illusory. We're not so in love with putting up a front, keeping up appearances. For fucking who? We're Americans. We're consuming pieces of shit. Like, let's be fucking honest. Let's be fucking honest. For everything to run smoothly, even if you're not a sinner, if you're a good Jesus-abiding Christian in this large nation full of 50 states and a couple of colonies that are getting pimped out, namely my motherland, Puerto Rico. You know what I'm saying? E even if you're a good law-abiding Christian and you don't fucking sin and you don't cut, you don't do no bad things, your style of life is dependent off of child slavery. Let's be honest. Let's be fucking honest. To be an American, is it, it, it's implied that you're a sinner. You can't fucking avoid it. So can we stop putting up appearances? Can we stop... Trying to protect, really what it is, is we're trying to protect ego. We're trying to protect ego. That's what false righteousness, that's what false virtuism is. It's when people are trying to keep an image up and it's almost as if we're holding, you ever seen that show, like the home makeover and they take the family out of their like middle-class home and their hardworking, beautiful family, young family and they send them off to Disneyland for like two weeks and then they fucking call them and do like video conferences between that two weeks where they're over there, 
you know what I'm saying, playing in the park, mommy and daddy don't have to work for that two-week period, maybe mommy sucks daddy's dick, they fall in love again, he vows to marry her again, they, they get pregnant with another fucking child, it's a beautiful fucking show, and at the end of the show, it culminates, the climax, not when, when daddy was getting his dick sucked and the little kids were playing with Mickey, not then, the, the climax of the show is the big reveal, but they don't show them the house directly. They don't show them that that redone, beautiful home that they've invested thousands and thousands of dollars into for this, this young family that deserves it. What they do is they put a bus in front of it. That's kind of what America does. We have a bus and the bus has an image of what the house looks like. But this isn't a fucking TLC, TLC program. You know, there's no happy ending here. What's actually happening is when that bus moves, the house is on fucking fire. This country is burning the fuck up. Why are we trying to keep up appearances on social media sites? People are kicking people onto train tracks <laughs> in the greatest city in this fucking nation. That's what's really happening. Los Angeles is like a fucking dystopic homeless kingdom. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a board on a fucking 1980s Nintendo video game. And the final boss is just, you know... It's all the homeless people have, have merged together to be one giant. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. You get the fucking point. You get the fucking point. This country's fucked in so many ways, but we're trying to place value where it doesn't matter. Stop using bad words on Twitter. What? There's millions of homeless people in the richest country on the planet. <laughs> what are you talking about? Bad words? I don't get it. You know, the values are all fucked up. The house is burning. And I'd appreciate it if we lived in a society where people had an emotional maturity and an emotional strength, maybe some thicker skin, ladies and gentlemen, where they had the ability to apply willpower and scroll when they saw something that they don't want to see. I'm praying. I'm praying that this is just that effect on society. It happens with everything. Once you introduce something new, to the masses, to the big 350 million people that live in this fucking hellhole, this beautiful, wonderful hellhole that people will kill and sell their children to come to. By the way, it's an amazing place, but it is a hellhole. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta be honest there. <laughs> um, I'm shitting on America, but um, no, but it's true, man. It's fucking true. It is fucking true. I just I don't want I don't want things to go in the opposite direction. I want Twitter to work out and hopefully Instagram stops censoring stuff and um, YouTube as well. And, you know. What if we reverse society? Why can't it be ugly online? Why can't it be ugly online and pretty outside? Can't be like that. Right. That's then it wouldn't it wouldn't aid in the, the great escape. Everybody uses the term great reset. The great reset. The great. Nah, nigga, it's not about no, it's no reset. Nothing's resetting. We're going forward into some bullshit. It's about escaping. Everybody's escaping into their own fantasies, into their own intricate worlds that they're creating with their fucking imagination. And they don't want to take any of that stuff and put it into the real world. They just want to run away to their own thing that makes them feel safe and comfortable. And the internet is that for a lot of fucking people. We live in a society where it's ugly outside. You open your door and there's some crazy shit happening all around you. But when you go and you lock that door, you can get into this cushiony, censored, 
you know, application or website. And that's bullshit, man. I feel like it should reverse. I feel like it should be decent and humane outside, which we have full potential for society to be like that. I, I You know what I find funny? Like when you say things about society being positive and, you know, like symbiotic, not parasitic and, you know, less homeless people and everybody making money and everybody contributing. People look at that as like naive, idealistic thoughts. That's not, it's completely possible. We live in 2022 and we have some of the most incredible technology that's probably unfathomable to anybody in the fucking past. Just incredible technology. The issue is the values. Is that we're concerned about the wrong shit? Nigga. Um, <laughs> I'm drilling the point down, but you get it. You fucking get it. Um, I think I've been talking about a little bit. I think I've been talking enough, ladies and gentlemen. I think I'm going to call it a podcast. It's Halloween weekend, baby. You got some children? This should be a beautiful weekend for you. Go get a costume for your child if you haven't done so already. Go get a little pumpkin basket. You know what I'm saying? Spring for it all. You only get these memories once. We're going to die one day. Fuck your money. Fuck your budget. Go get that stuff. Go get some free candy. Check the candy. I'm from New York City. There's been many years on the news We did like a, a kid... It gets unlucky and he fucking goes to some creep's house and the creep was putting fucking razors in the Rolos or something. Whatever the fuck is going on. Check the candy and then let your kid get child diabetes. Just let it happen. Just for right now. It's the holiday season. You know, you clean it up later. You make them feel guilty about it when they're a middle schooler. Just call them fat one day. They're going to go in the bathroom, play some rock music, cry. Uh, Do all that. It's going to be very enjoyable for you. I'm going to try to, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to follow my own word. And enjoy my weekend. Um, for anybody who's continue listening to Nothing Important Podcast, I want to thank you sincerely. Go on to my YouTube, Nothing Important Podcast with Matt Reyes. Go on to the Instagram, Nothing Important Podcast with Matt Reyes. There are reels. There are videos. There are posts. Subscribe on the YouTube. Like, like, like the reels, like the post. Go and follow me on Instagram. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time.